This is Woke Wars, a podcast by the Miami Herald's opinion team, where we look behind Florida's culture wars. Hello, I'm Isadora Rangel, recording from WLRN Studios in sunny downtown Miami. I am joined by my colleagues Nancy Ankrum and Louisa Janis from the Miami Herald editorial board. Well, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is probably running for president in 2024. And I'm sure you already know this because although he hasn't announced it yet, he has been getting a lot of media buzz. He's often described as the only Republican capable of defeating Donald Trump in the primaries. But the question everyone is asking is whether DeSantis has the political skills to snatch the nomination from the former president. He's been very careful lately to not alienate Trump voters while also taking very veiled shots at him. And we saw that uh, after Trump's indictment for his alleged role in the hush payments made to former porn star Stormy Daniels. Let's see what DeSantis had to say then. I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. Yeah, this soundbite has become very, it's gone viral, right? But we, we sort of see DeSantis hasn't taken his gloves off in this primary. Obviously, he hasn't even jumped in that race, at least not officially. But the polls are all over the place. It's obviously, I want to make sure, it's very early to tell what's going to happen. But Trump has been gaining ground against DeSantis in the past couple of months. And his indictment might have actually prompted the Republican Party to coalesce around him a couple of uh, Congress members from the state of Florida have already endorsed Trump instead of DeSantis. So, Nancy, people often describe DeSantis as a more thoughtful, polished, calculating version of Trump. Is that going to be enough for him in, the, in a primary? I don't think it's going to be enough. I think that he is also going to have to be a mingler. I think he's going to have to be a people person. He's going to have to be engaging and he's going to have to be a baby kisser. And from what we have seen uh, of him in, say, Pennsylvania or Iowa, he's still a little stiff. Uh, He's still a little uh, remote from people. And that's just the superficial stuff. But it, it does matter. What also will matter is how he walks that tightrope between taking on Trump, but also peeling off Trump voters who right now are in Trump's camp. I mean, it's amazing what an indictment can do for you. Yeah, right. This is a new new age of politics where somebody being charged, criminally charged, actually helps their case. Uh, but it's very interesting to me that although DeSantis and Trump might have a lot of similarities policy-wise, their personalities and their style of politics are very different. Um, Luisa, how do you see Trump going after DeSantis? I mean, he's already doing that, and I think it's just going to get progressively worse. Well, the last thing you want in life is for Trump to come after you, uh, (laughs) and this is what's going to happen to DeSantis. But um, I think he's holding his own. I think he can can weather... uh, Trump because he's also, you know, willing to double down. He's also going to play rough uh, on the campaign trail. 
and uh, and DeSantis has been very successful so far in in crafting his platform for voters. Uh, we all ha- we have a, a very good idea of what he's going to be like. He's going to be non woke. Uh, he's going to be against anti illegal immigrant. He's going to be against uh, 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 education being too uh, too loosey goosey. Um, so, um, I think voters have, have a, have a, a sense of what DeSantis is going to be like already. Yeah. And it's interesting, again, going back to the similarities between, uh, the two politicians is that just like Trump, DeSantis frames his entire policy work on fighting against elites, right? Fighting against companies who want to impose quote unquote woke values or force people to go through diversity and equity and inclusion training. Uh, he, he, he talks about himself as somebody who's standing up against the establishment, whether it be Dr. Anthony Fauci during the COVID pandemic, or if we're talking about uh, even public education and teachers were trying to indoctrinate. He is your guy if you have a bone to pick, right? Um, but interestingly is that the census is tr- uh, Trump is trying to use that same script against dissenters. He is trying to frame dissenters as being part of the old guard of the Republican Party, that establishment guy, quote unquote rhino, which is a nickname for Republicans in name only. And let's listen to Trump trying to link dissenters to former House Speaker Paul Ryan, who is kind of a person who's known to be a very establishment Republican. Ron was a disciple. Paul Ryan, who is a rhino loser who currently is destroying Fox and would constantly vote against entitlements. Uh, we're telling the booze, right? Yeah. <laughs> Coming from the crowd. Uh, again, I think the Republican Party is so much different than when I even started covering politics in the state of Florida. But we have also seen a progression in DeSantis when he first ran for governor in 2018. He was a very little known uh, congressman from uh, the Palm Coast of Florida. And then after he got an endorsement from DeSantis, he just sort of was catapulted, right? He won a primary by something like something close to, I think, a 20 point margin. Then went on to win a very, very narrowly in the general election. He began his term as someone who surprised a lot of people as being quite moderate. He was very uh, much about the Everglades and the environment. He created a a blue-green algae task force. He created a resiliency officer position within the state of Florida. But then things changed. Well, then he went over to the dark side because, and, and we saw where his ambition was leading. We saw how he chose to use both his own power and also that of having a legislative majority and now supermajority. And he saw what worked for Trump, which was targeting people, targeting blacks, targeting immigrants, uh, targeting undocumented immigrants in particular. And he was able to do Trump one better because he was in office. He was in executive office and he was able to make those biases law with the aid of the the legislature, something that Trump was not able to do. So he will be able to point to that as he branches out around the country, um, uh, trying to convince people who are not part of his base that this is the way to go. Yeah. But you know what changed DeSantis it was COVID. Yep. I mean, it, 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 it was 
Overnight, he became a different governor. He he based all his, uh, you know, the free state of Florida. Uh, he saw, it's almost like I can almost see a light bulb going up in his head that, oh, this is, this is the way I should go. And yes, at the beginning of COVID, we have uh, one, one DeSantis. By the middle of it, he's evolving. And by the end of it, he's fighting. Uh, 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 he's opening up Florida when everybody's saying don't. And he became a totally different politician. And I think the politician that he thought can can go to the White House. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was very interesting to see that progression because, again, he begins COVID by doing what governors in states red or blue did, which was shut down the state, follow the advice from public health authorities. And then he's promoting vaccines, especially for older people in the beginning of the pandemic. He reopens the state a lot earlier than other states. But even back then, you weren't seeing the bombastic rhetoric coming from him. And like Luisa said, a light bulb definitely went off in his head because he he read the writing on the wall. He felt the sentiment within the base of the Republican Party about vaccines and about masks and about social distancing, etc. But now it's interesting to see how he, although he's not taking shots directly at Trump, he has been criticizing Trump sort of indirectly for his pandemic response. As much as Republicans hate Dr. Anthony Fauci, he worked for the Trump administration and he was in those briefings standing next to Donald Trump. And so he, the sentence is going to try, I think, to link Fauci to, to Donald Trump, even though, I mean, I don't know if that's going to work. I don't, I think the Republican base overlooks everything about Trump. And I think the pandemic is going to be just one of them, but I definitely see that happening. Yeah. You know, DeSantis has a big gap to close. And I can't say this early in the game what it's going to take to close that gap between him and Trump. And yes, there are a lot of polls out there, but in the I think the, the great majority of them, he is, Trump is ahead, and in some, he is way ahead. I just don't know what it's going to take to loosen the grip that Trump has, not only on his true believers, but people who are uh, maybe lukewarm to DeSantis. And it's funny, in the old days, an indictment, being indicted would kick you out of the race. But nowadays, uh, or with Trump, in the Trump world, that just makes him more popular. So DeSantis will have to um, navigate this very difficult uh, opponent uh, for the presidential candidates. And, and we know DeSantis is raising tons of money. There's an independent super PAC that's also raising a lot of money. And they posted a video online, I believe it was on Twitter, saying that DeSantis is a better candidate to face a Democrat, probably Joe Biden, and the general election. I, mean, I almost feel like, again, too early to tell. I think in the media, sometimes we really try to predict the future too much. And then we may sound like very foolish when things are said and done. But I think... I do you think that appeal will work because last year after the midterm elections, it was like, well, the party is done with Donald Trump because every, everybody who was supported by Trump lost in the midterms. Right? They lost control of the Senate because of Donald Trump. We don't want Donald Trump. And then a few months later, now that we're in, in March, in April of 2023, again, Donald Trump is again dominating the party. I never underestimate Donald Trump's ability to to rise from the ashes. I think anybody who was here in 2016 should not underestimate him. But do you think that appeal works? That dissent is a better general candidate, uh, candidate, a general election candidate than Trump? 
I am not sure. I think that, I think he's just got to get there first. He has got to get there, and I'm not sure that he is going to. I think he would be a formidable, depending upon how he articulates his stances. I don't think he could go into the general being, you know, the rip-roaring, anti-woke, anti-undocumented immigrant uh, uh, candidate that he, you know, has been in in Florida. He's going to have to really, re- as any as any candidate. I mean, any candidate in the primary on no matter no matter what side is speaking to his or her people. Yeah. You know, so he is going to have to recalibrate. I think he is going to have to rethink his uh, relationship with traditional media. Um, he. Uh, first and foremost, but also his Republican colleagues have not talked to traditional media. They did not talk to us, you know, us, the uh, Herald Editorial Board and other newspapers editorial boards in Florida. They talked to uh, friendly media. Yeah. They will also have to continue what I think is a very savvy use of social media, of going cutting out the middleman and going directly to the people. Yeah, I I do think I do wonder if Ron DeSantis has been battle tested enough for all the hype around him. You know, he credits himself for turning Florida red, but we have seen the trend of Florida becoming more red in recent years. And that I think predates DeSantis. And I think he has a a big role in that. But he has a legislature that has a uh, Republicans where Republicans have a super majority in it. He has been able to get by by insulating himself from traditional media. As Nancy said, he only gives interviews to friendly media, whether it be Fox News. He recently sat down with Piers Morgan, who is a known uh, somebody who is known to not like Donald Trump. Uh, but I do wonder if he is going to be able to get by just using social media. I think that the vultures are sensing <laughs> that fragility in him, right? right. Louisa, and, and, what do you think? Yeah, and DeSantis, he has to survive the opposition research from the Trump camp. Now, that could bring us some surprises. Uh, there's a lot there. And, and, and DeSantis is a funny way of being, like, almost invisible before he was governor. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot to be dig. you know, the Trump must think that there's a lot to be found there. He was a member of Congress. He was a prosecutor. He was a jack of Guantanamo Bay. Right. What's going to come up with all that? You know, because uh, Trump is going to dig. Right. I mean, we even wrote an editorial that said, you know, what did DeSantis do at Guantanamo when he was there? And and he was there during the time of uh, ugly things, you know, ugly things going on. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. And we're back with Woke Works talking about Ron DeSantis and his presidential aspirations. We were just talking about how little we know about his personal life and contrasting that with Donald Trump is as much as Donald Trump bashes the media, he loves the media, right? Remember in 2016 when he was phoning into every cable news show known to man, right? Whether it was MSNBC or Fox News. He loves that attention from reporters. It's part of his game, right? You bash them on the one hand, and on the other hand, you just, you love that attention and you crave that attention. Now, DeSantis is going to have to, do you think that he's going to have to change sort of like that personality and that brand that he's known for as being staunchly anti-talking to anybody outside of his approved circle of media outlets? Yeah, I think he's going to have to. I mean, so many people go to those traditional outlets for their news. 
um, that he is going, he's going to have to make it seem like a win for him, not as if he is uh, capitulating. And as I said earlier, he's going to have to recalibrate his message without abandoning his message. And because, you know, in there is a kernel in his message of, you know, the, the anti-woke message, the populist message that resonates beyond uh, his base and that that contains some truths, that contains some acknowledgement that people feel off kilter, I guess is the word, with so much of um, what we have grown into as a, an accepting and welcoming society. What's unfortunate is that he targets the vulnerable in order to get his message across as opposed to trying to ratchet back some things to make, you know, his, I'd say, you know, predominantly white base and in this state, Hispanic base, more comfortable with who they are, who we are as a state and as a society, but without villainizing and demonizing yeah. people. And you brought up a good point, which is uh, Hispanic voters. He won the Hispanic vote, and he won Miami-Dade County, which is the largest state, now largest county in the Florida, and known for having a large Hispanic population. And I think he's going to make the case that he can expand that success outside of Florida. Whether you know whether that works, I think Hispanic voters are not a, a monolith. I, I don't think that what works in Florida might necessarily work somewhere else, but what is his appeal to Hispanic voters, Luisa? Because I know you're Cuban-American and you are, we have talked about this extensively as part of the editorial board. He, uh, yes, he appeals to, uh, there's this quality of, uh, uh, that DeSantis has that's very, you know, I always say he reminds me of Castro in 1961. He's very, uh, very set in 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 what the the state should be like what life here should be like and you are either with me or against me and it's 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 different from trump they're both very popular with hispanics uh i think uh desantis actually has a harder edge uh than trump does but um he is. Uh, I think his personality is what's going to be the real, the the, the real problem for him. And as Nancy said, um, will Latins like him? Uh, Trump is very likable. You know, he comes to a crowd and he shakes your hand, and he, you know, you feel very uh, uh, comfortable with him. DeSantis is different, and Latins will would like him to be a guy that you can sit down and have a beer with. Uh, I don't know if DeSantis has that in him, but he is very popular with them too. And there's that streak of a Latin dictatorship that he has that <laughs> Latins unfortunately uh, like also in their in their. Uh, we leaders. love our strong man. <laughs> yes. they, we, we love a strong man. <laughs> that we, is unfortunately, true. Unfortunately, we do. But you know, I think Americans, Native-born Americans were also ready for if not a strong man autocrat dictator, someone who gets things done. And unlike Trump, uh, who, you know, who babbles on and babbles on and still manages to, you know, uh, sway and seduce people, again, uh, uh, DeSantis has the power of the executive office, a smaller executive office than the, than the Oval Office, but he gets things done. 
he and says control over the legislature. Yes, exactly. Which is so unlike Congress, right? Right, right. He says, "This is what I stand for. This is how I see it." And boom, there's a law. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and a lot a of these laws, as we have said, are usually half baked. Uh, they end up being challenged in court, but that's a different story. But his campaign is already selling merchandise that says "Make America Florida." which is a play, obviously, on Make America Great Again. Uh, again, he's taking Trumpism to the next level and recrafting it for his own purposes. But I also wonder, what would that blueprint look on a national level? Like you said, there's a lot of things that uh, you're not able to do at the national level because you have gridlock in Congress, you have a filibuster in the Senate. So even if you control both chambers of Congress, you still have to overcome the filibuster. But, you know... I can see him using his power within uh, federal agencies to remove any woke policies, whether it be diversity training for uh, government employees, or he's going to induce some of the Biden's policies. We're talking about the recent policy on transgender athletes. Um, we're talking about climate change. I think, and I think DeSantis, because he presents himself as being Trump, but less Trump-like, I actually see more danger in that because we know how dysfunctional the White House was during Trump. There are books and re several reports written about it. DeSantis has already been telling people that we get to the White House or we get to the governor's mansion and we get stuff done. There's no time for personal politics, whether that's the case or not. I don't know. But I do see him potentially as being more dangerous than Trump because he operates so differently from Trump. Well, I mean, I think he's a master of personal politics, but he masks it in in policy and his culture wars. I mean, going after Disney, was that not personal? Yes. You know, you told me you pushed back against my policy, my law, my belief. I'm going to get you. Yeah, I'm going to crush you. I'm going to crush just gonna you. I'm going to you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He, he practices revenge politics. More than Trump does, who he's the king of that. The uh, Santos doesn't mess around. Uh, he, he's uh, he's to, uh, meant to be feared. Uh, you know, I think he's uh, more uh, scary than than Trump. Um, I know the the idea is that he's uh, Trump without the crazy, uh, but really without the crazy, he's yeah. he's very determined. Uh, he's very popular. We have to admit that that DeSantis, uh, you know, Florida is DeSantis country. Yeah. He's Trump without the crazy, but he's you know he's Trump with the cunning. Yeah, he's which, Trump with a scalpel instead of a sledgehammer. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right, that's it. <laughs> and people with a scalpel tend to be more effective, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you know he has made some missteps. I mean, his comments Ukraine. on Ukraine. Let's talk about that and. He said he labeled the war with Russia as a, quote, territorial dispute that and it was not in America's interest to intervene in. I think he was appealing to, I think, a very loud but perhaps minority within the Republican Party who want to be isolationists, want to be, quote unquote, America first. He got a lot of backlash from within his own party. And he came out and said his comments were mischaracterized. But it was interesting to see that crack in that image, right? Like, see... Mm -hmm. This is what could be ahead of him. The road is the path to the White House is not going to be as smooth as his path to the governor's mansion has right. been. Right. Exactly. Exactly. He is even with this comment, even though he kind of he walked it back, you know, mischaracterized. Well, yeah, yeah. It was taken out of context. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he also is uh, in an odd way an anti-Republican. 
um, one, this Ukraine comment, two, how he has gone after business, big business, um, which his party has just traditionally uh, taken uh, a hands-off stance with. Um, again, Disney, again, the cruise companies during COVID. Um, he's he's uh, an odd mix, but it is working so far in Florida. I wonder if Trump would have gone after Disney. Uh, I don't think so. Well, he probably wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he's, uh, yes, he's he's a serious contender. Well, he's a force to be reckoned with. I, whether he wins the presidential primary is not, I think we'll be hearing a lot more about Ron DeSantis in the future. But I think that's all the time we've had to talk about Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. This was Woke Wars, and you find more episodes at MiamiHerald.com slash Woke Wars. Also, please consider subscribing to the Miami Herald at MiamiHerald.com slash subscribe. Thanks to WLRN Studios. Our engineer was Peter Meritz, and our videographer was Jose Iglesias. See you next time.